0: hi everybody welcome to the here to ask podcast i'm your host michelle kay everybody has a story to tell and i'm here to ask all that because i here to ask join me each and every monday as i ask people from different walks of life be it your celebrities normal people doctors teachers street vendors family and friends and i ask them weird questions random questions be it funny whatever it may be do join me each and every monday as i ask these questions and i get to know what shape the people that they are today and where they come from and where they aspire to go. Do not miss out. Thank you for listening. Hello everybody, welcome back to the Here to Us podcast with me your host Michelle K. Today the podcast is going to be something that is spontaneous. I am joined by a couple of my friends and a couple of people that I've been talking to on Instagram and we want to talk about bullying and mental health. I have Karabo on the line. Hi Karabo. Hi, how are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for coming to the Here to Us podcast.
1: Thank you for having me
0: all right and i also have william jonga on the line and i also have cruz he's also one of my friends on instagram as well hi cruz mbonisi on the line all the way from Rustenburg. hi mbonisi
2: uh hey Mitchell. thanks thank for having you. me thank here
0: you. thank you so much for coming to the here to Us podcast thank you all right so the topic today is bullying and mental health now i want you guys to tell me what you understand by the term bullying and what comes to mind when you hear the word because there's been a lot of things that's happening um especially around this topic what do you guys think um yolanda let me start with you um
1: okay for me i think bullying is something that's very popular right now in our country Mm -hmm. i mean children at the primary schools they are bullying one another. So bullying can be seen as a form of taking out your anger to the next person.
0: All right. And William, what do you understand by the term bullying? Uh
3: When we look at uh, bullying, bullying is more of a first term. Because uh when when we are talking about bullying, because bullying is like the umbrella term of uh, specific types of uh, bullying. We've discovered that, uh, by definition, there's uh, cyberbullying, whereby, uh, I believe everyone is familiar with this, whereby um, constant uh, attacks will be happening on various platforms, especially social media. But uh, when we are basically talking about bullying, it's like someone, uh, the best way to define bullying a process whereby the weaker force is threatened by the stronger force and in that process they end up taking advantage and trying to overcome mostly it's through using uh, a physical nature. That's how I actually understand the process of cooling.
0: All right. Thank you, William. Let me go to Cruz and ask Cruz, um, what do you understand by the term bullying? And what's the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear the term?
4: Okay. um, Hi, everyone. To me, bullying is when someone else probably of the same age or someone older than you uh, becomes so aggressive towards you or treat you somehow because of the way you look how you talk if you have any i mean because of any um defect according to them that you might have on you uh to me that's bullying
0: thank you for that input and see, what do you have to say about this topic what is bullying to you
2: well to me bullying is when an individual or individual uh, torment another one and inflict fear or low self-esteem into their lives
0: yeah now when i was busy researching on this topic i found out that there is upstanders and bystanders and i was really amazed by the fact that we actually have bystanders who just stand by when it comes to bullying what's your take on that what do you think Uh, people should do instead of bystanding and watch all these things happening around us?
4: Okay, um, I think uh, it comes with I don't know where you come from or which place you're at because in most cases people have been told to mind their business regardless of what's happening people have been told to mind their business. I can give you an example like when you're in Jersey and you're getting marked No one is going to help you you on your own people are going to watch you get mugged and then just continue as if nothing is happening so i think people have adopted that thing um, when something is happening just mind your business and that thing has led to many people losing their lives while other people are watching while they could have helped that person who got hurt or whoever is getting bullied and most people just stand and watch and do nothing and i feel like we are holding back as the community it says that we as the community if we stand together we can fight against crime bullying and gender-based violence but then we mind our business we drink water and mind our business
0: yeah that's what's happening which is which is very wrong i must say and now let me come to Mbonisi. What's your take on bystanders, people that watch and do not do anything at all?
2: Well, uh, personally, I feel like bystanders are the enablers because oh. the bullies, yeah, the bullies are, I say what, they feel more, I can say what, encouraged to continue bullying because they know that no one is going to do anything. So to me, bystanders are just enablers, they're the same as the bully.
0: Yeah, they are the same as bullying. I was about to say that there's no difference between bystanders and the bullies themselves. Um, Let me ask Yolanda. Yolanda, what is your take now on bystanders, people that just watch and do not do anything when it comes to bullying?
1: I feel like bystanders, they are very selfish because Mm -hmm. they wouldn't like it if someone close to them or their loved one is being abused and people just watch. So I think they are very selfish and they are really, I wouldn't say ignorant, but their behavior is totally wrong and it's dangerous to the society. All right,
0: okay, now I get you. It's also its also the same as when you watch your younger sister going through the same thing and you're just not doing anything, it is totally wrong. Let me just ask William Jonga, what's your take on bystanders, people that don't do anything when it comes to bullying, people that just watch and be like, I'm minding my own business. What do you think, William?
3: On the issue of help, there's a common saying which says uh, help is given to those who ask for it. I hope you understand what, I, what I'm what i saying.
0: Are you, are you saying that uh, people that get bullied must ask for help?
3: If you see that, no, you're in a situation where you cannot handle the circumstance, you cannot handle the situation and the circumstances are beyond your control and there's no way out where you can enter on your own the best way to do is you ask for help you might discover that someone is in a toxic kind of relationship which has turned more into like an oppression because bullying and oppression they go hand in hand if you have noticed and if you do not say no guys this is now be like control and then you just let it be like that you keep quiet we cannot jump in because like for example these are affairs of two people so for us to help you you must come out to say i need help and then that's when we can stretch our hand to say this is how far we can help you all
0: right all right now cruz i saw you're raising your hand there uh, what's your take do you have anything you want to say about what william just said people must ask for help what's your take
4: um i wanted to ask um uh, william He's saying that for a person to get help, they must ask for that help. So what what I wanna ask William is, let's just say it's your little brother or your little sister getting bullied and you're there watching. Are you gonna wait for your little sister to ask you to come and help her or you just
3: gonna try to stop whatever's happening? You know, there's uh, what is called passive responses where you just react not considering anything but then just your actions towards to the towards the situation mind you guys right growing up i wanna take it back to the period when we we're growing up you know we usually performed these uh other rowdy behavior sort of when we were playing i i believe almost everyone agrees with me on that one it was more like fighting the way we would uh play most of the times where you would see that no sometimes it becomes too physical mm. so without knowing right that people play and just because he's your young brother and then you let you you go in and you assist unwillingly already instead of creating a solution you're actually causing a problem
0: okay i think where i think I'm you let to the situation to
3: the end that no your, your young brother end up being faced with a situation where he's friends
0: oh okay all right all right so now i'm gonna go to um Karabo here, and then i'm gonna ask her that you know there's so many things that are happening around bullying and stuff now I know that most of you people in this group chat, we are on social media and we are social media influencers, if I can call it that. What does bullying look like on social media? Carabo, let me come to you. What What does bullying look like on Twitter, on face, on Facebook? How do you identify it?
1: Um, with me, bullying on social media it can start from as little as negative comments mm-hmm. body shaming when for instance if someone posts a picture and you probably you probably don't like their body then you start mocking them for their body which is body shaming i i, I like to believe that body shaming is bullying yeah. so it starts from how a person responds to the things that you share on social media for instance if i decide i want to share my let's say I, I i bought a car and then someone can can just come under the comments and blame me for posting that on social media and sometimes we forget that everyone created that page on their own and you were not there whatever that they decide to post is up to them the responsibility is there so pulling on social media It starts when people think they can have an opinion about someone else.
0: Yeah, that is true. Now, Mboni Sude, you've been so quiet. What's your take? I mean, what does bullying look like on social media for you?
2: Well, what happens mainly on social media is that um, a person will, okay, the issue of body shaming or like Garago said, you buy a car and someone shames you for posting it um some people see it as they say "What, being shady or being cool and people like just see it as a joke but deep down inside we know like it's bullying so for me yeah yeah. people make it as like they take it as
0: entertainment when it's actually serious serious. exactly yeah right now let me come to cruise now i know that you're very active on social media what does bullying look like on social media i
4: don't know I don't know if uh, I'm going to be saying it the wrong way or but bullying on social media is okay. It looks like um, what's the word? Sarcasm. Um, You it's something that we grew up doing. Everyone was doing it. Primary school, you buy new shoes. You get to school, they're going to make fun of you. It's new shoes like those are new kicks. But then people are still going to make fun of you because you bought new shoes. And when we go to social media, uh, we have set standards on, I can say, achievement, what people should post, what people should talk about. You post something that you like, you personally like, someone else is going to see that as some, just because they don't like it, they're going to have negative comments about it. You post a car that you bought someone who sees that car as like um uh, not an achievement is gonna edge you in a negative way so that's how bullying in social media looks like
0: yeah okay thank you for Just that suckers. and i also think that sometimes it's also hidden behind little jokes like when you post your nice car people come in with little slick jokes definitely so, yeah yeah all right so now i'm gonna ask you yolanda should we make bullying a crime or um it's part of growing up
1: i um, it's part of growing up but we shouldn't normalize it i mean if a child of five year old is able to bully someone or their peer at creche or primary it means this thing starts at home so parents need to make sure that they work on their toxic behaviors because yeah. as parents especially black households, they believe that they are not toxic, the child is always wrong and the grown-up is right. So bullying starts there when you build an anger inside your child where they are not able to that feeling so with that being said I think bullying should start at our homes teaching our parents teaching our children also make we can also make it it should be added on I believe life orientation they should start speaking about that more often so it normalized that if children are growing up they are taught these things so that when someone commits a crime we'll know that but you were taught this in school then it'll be easy for us to arrest those people or charge them
0: yeah that is true i totally agree with you now william jonga should we make bullying a crime or just see it as part of growing up
3: i i think the the the, from the onset we have failed to define bullying as a whole because if you can see what mostly we are actually explain, uh, expressing uh, what were childhood traits. Like, if we try to look at it, those situations, they build us to be who we are, basically today. It's, it's at it's some point, you need to, to tough it up, so to say, honestly. All then right. there are other expresses which were mentioned, which I do agree with, that no, these things must never be expressed. Like, if, if you say maybe to me, since i'm a guy you tell me okay you're fat you're skinny right uh the effect on a guy on those terms expressed being expressed to a female they appear differently so
0: all right, all right.
3: Uh, i think you understand what you i think you can hear me yeah, and so. if we say the the way that guys play in the way that ladies play are actually different so So, if we say we are jumping to make it a criminal offence from the onset, uh, we'll be saying as to what are we basically expressing? Which part of it is criminal and which part of it is non-criminal? And at what extent have we overruled it, you see? They are ticking points to a situation which must be expressed. Because in every situation, it's not black and white, but there is a silver lining on this issue of bullying and I I, I strongly agree that we should have also considered abuse on it because the bullying, it is actually abuse to some extent.
0: All right, let me catch you there and go to Mbonisi. What's your take? Should we make bullying a crime or just take it as part of growing up? Like it is what it is. We are growing up at some point, we all have to be bullied?
2: Oh, well, uh, I think uh, it depends on how extreme it is. So if it's people of the same age group, like bullying each other, I'm sure like this thing of new shoes, being gossiped for like getting new shoes and stuff, that can be part of growing up, but then it starts getting physical. And it's an older person bullying a younger person then we may as well start considering it as a crime oh, all
0: that's right. my take on it. all right so now guys i want to hear from you uh, wh- which one is worse which type of bullying is worse is it cyber bullying or face-to-face uh karabolemi come to you cyber bullying or face-to-face what do you think is the worst type of bullying i
1: think cyber bullying nowadays it's really popular i mean a few weeks ago There was a child who committed suicide because he was bullied at school. So cyberbullying is definitely the biggest one that's happening right now.
0: All right, and Cruz, what's your take? I don't think I can,
4: like, uh, I don't know how how, how to put it, but then I feel like it depends on how one person takes it. Because to me, maybe cyberbullying is not worse, but then to someone else, is worse than I think it is and physical bullying to me might be worse and then to someone might be nothing. So I think both of them are of the same weight depending on how a person takes it.
0: All right and William Jonga, what's your take? Cyberbullying or face-to-face? Which one is the worst?
3: We we cannot compare things the way they were before. That's where basically physical bullying really actually really occurred. On this the present day is only minimal because uh, when you see, we are living in a computerized world, so you we cannot compare physical the effects and attributes of physical bullying to the effects and attributes of uh, cyber bullying. Physical bullying, someone can, upon this present day, they can easily it can easily be resolved since uh it can easily be resolved because it's it's simply and easily viewable compared to cyberbullying because when you're looking at cyberbullying the moment it occurs by the more time it is pulled down from the like let's say it's a picture and then and it's mocking someone by the time it's pulled down from the internet the effects will be already have been seen and will already have a strong impact on uh, a lot of community so by even by the time it's pulled down you might discover that actually a lot of people have saved it and its chances of reappearing even if it has been resolved partially so are still going to be great and fast which is going to cause uh, a greater negative impact so to say so you can consider as at our present day we should be worrying more about cyberbullying
0: all right all right now thank you william now i want to move on to mental health now is there a relationship between bullying and mental health like what is the actual relationship between bullying and mental health i'm gonna ask you cruz
4: okay um i'm just gonna give an example let's just say you're in a situation where you're constantly told that you are ugly you are not beautiful you're ugly um we all know, all of us in this world, we want to look beautiful, and to be beautiful. According to us, in most cases, when we look ourselves, we look at ourselves in the mirror. We think we look at ourselves in that we okay. Look, man, I'm beautiful, I'm handsome, I look good. And then you get someone who is gonna, um, I don't know, outline the mistakes that they see on you. And you get to the mirror, you see exactly what they were saying because now it's in your mind and you're going to spend your whole time trying to figure out what's wrong and how can I fix it. You get to a point where you want to look like other people, you wish you were, you looked like someone else, you wished you looked like this person because according to the society, this is what beauty looks like. spend most of your time worrying and thinking about that and then it gets to a point where it affects you emotionally it gets to your mind it affects you mentally also and it gets into your mind that you're not like other people you are ugly so i think the relationship is there
0: yeah okay i get you now mbonisi what's your take what is the relationship between um bullying and mental health
2: okay uh with bullying okay so if a person is constantly being bullied, and yeah, some people may like just smile and take it in and tough it up, but, but in the long run, it affects, them, like, it affects their mental health. Let's say like in primary school, you were told that, no, you're ugly, you're skinny, you're never going to be beautiful. Even when you grow up, you grow up with the same mentality that, nah, I'm ugly, I'm skinny, I'll never be beautiful because of what they told you when in growing up. So, yeah, for me, the relationship is there. Alright. I feel like it, it affects uh, one in the long run.
0: Right. May not affect
2: mm-hmm. immediately, but
0: time goes. It will be with you wherever, it will follow you wherever you go.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: exactly. Alright, and Karabo, what's your take? The relationship between bullying and um, mental health?
1: Yes, there definitely is a relationship between bullying and mental issue. In most cases that you'll find the people who are bullying you for a certain thing in your life. For instance, if a if a buller is suffering from from self confidence, they want to mock others so that those people will also lack confidence. So yeah. Sometimes you you'll bully someone without knowing that actually this is what i'm suffering for why would you want the next person to suffer from what you're suffering so it really starts in your head it really starts in your mind and you turn into something else that you are not so deep um mental health plays a huge role into bullying because some other children that they are bullied at their home so they see it as a right thing in their mind they see it as the right thing to also do that to the next children so it's really a cycle in a family and it definitely starts from the mind
0: all right now before i let you guys go i have two more questions the first one being that uh i know that we are african people can we say that our culture, our religion, or some other aspect of our identity um, as Black people influences us on how we see mental health? Let me ask Mboni um, Sidi.
2: Okay, so as we all know, growing up, uh, okay, like our parents, like the previous generation, they, they grew up different from us and it's difficult opening up to them. So yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. Back then, when you were stressed about something, your parents would be like, "You're a child. You know nothing about stress." Or if you're crying, yeah, if you come home crying, they beat you up. Like, no, you have to toughen up. And that has made us see. It has made it difficult for us to open up.
0: All right. (laughs) Now, Cruz, let me come on to you now. Um, Can we blame our culture? Can we blame our background? Can we blame the religion that we grew up in? as the reason for why most people do not take mental illness seriously.
4: When you look at our culture and when you go back to the days of our forefathers, if you come back home, like my brother said, if you come back home and you're crying, saying that someone hit you, you were told to go back and fight, toughen up, go back and fight. Men don't cry, men men don't do this. you're You're too young to be stressed. What do you know about stress because we as black people were never taught to open up or talk about such stuff it's more like, like i don't know uh, it's more like talking about our sexuality we were never taught to open up to our parents the only relationship that you have with your parents is them buying you food and clothes and that's it you never talk to your parents or open up to our parents because that's how they were raised and when you look at it that's why we end up having abusive fathers have end up having fathers who are mentally abusing their kids because that's how they were raised and tina veda is our generation we have social media we it affects us because we okay this is abuse and my father is treating me exactly the very same way that uh, this other person is being treated is being treated and it's affecting that person i'm also affected but then you can never talk to anyone because what? We're black. We don't talk yeah. about stuff. We're tough enough. We go out there and face the world.
0: Yeah, that is true. And Yolanda, what is your take? Can we blame the culture? Can we blame our religion and our background as black people for the reason why we do not take mental um, health seriously?
1: Yes, we. I, I think we can blame them because when you grow up, we are told to be strong, like they already said. Mm-hmm. We are told that you need to be strong, you need to face things on. I mean, even at, uh, you find that in household there is a mom and a dad, but you find that the child is going through a lot of things. A child is bottling things up. That's why in nowadays we even have, we find ourselves seeing suicide being so common because our religion taught us that you came into the world alone and you have to survive it alone
0: all right okay now i hear you so the last question now is that how can we help what can we as individuals well how can we help people that are going through people that are being bullied people that are going through mental illness what can we as just regular Joes do to help others out there um, let me ask Mbonisi.
2: Uh, okay. Uh, personally, well, I've met a lot of people, like, where I am in Rostenberg. I think it's close to eight, nine people now. They say they find it easier to talk to someone who is from the same generation as them.
0: Yeah. Okay. And
2: yeah, I also, I'd also advise, like, like, if you have problems and stuff, rather talk to people in your generation and they have a better understanding of what you're going through and they might have, like, ideas and how to have solutions on how to if, yes exactly
1: okay. all right and Carabo, what, what do you say how can we help okay i think uh it needs to start in households if you know that you grew up in a certain way and which is not all right it needs to start to teach your, your children differently and also the teachers can try by all means to hold classes about bullying classes about mental health as well as Children that when we go for aftercare, they need to be taught from an early age and also awareness. There needs to be awareness in communities, at schools, in households, where it teaches young people, it teaches old people. I mean, even parents, they don't know much about mental health, they don't know much about depression, they don't know much about anxiety, neither do they know about bullying. So, even if we create awareness, it can be like as little as once a month, where we go into households, we hold an awareness, we, we hold a campaign. That this is the aim of the campaign. We all volunteer, not wanting something in turn, but in order to help our children, our future generation to survive depression, to survive anxiety, to know that it's okay to talk to your parent about it. They're not gonna judge you. They're not gonna shut the door on your face. But instead, they'll help you seek help. They'll help you seek help to professional also helping. I mean, parents, um, I'm sorry if I'm taking, I'm taking long, but parents normalize this thing that, no, uh-uh, you are acting up, you are a teenager, you don't yeah. know this. And they don't know that this will affect your mind this thing affects you and when you grow up and when you start getting exposed to the outside world, you can see your behavior that people they're not depressing it properly because what you're being impatient there's anger inside you. So like I said, it needs to start at home or to school in the community, in the region, in town, wherever, wherever it needs to be normalized that mental health and depression and bullying awareness are normalized in our
0: society. Yeah, thank you so much for that. We need to raise awareness. We need to get people talking about mental health, about bullying. People need to understand exactly what it is. Now, Cruz, do you have any additions? How can we help as normal people? How can we help others out there who are being bullied and who are suffering from any mental illness?
4: Okay, um, I think it needs to start at home parents need to create relationships with their kids, not just relationships where they talk about good things. They also need to have a relationship where they talk about their personal problems, including relationships that the kids have with other people. And I would also advise people to talk to people. Talk to people, but don't talk to people whom you know, because those very same people are the ones who are going to go out there and talk about your problems to other people just find some random person and mm-hmm. let it all out they listen people who don't know you listen to you and they don't judge you because they don't know you if you meet a person just talk to that person ask if you can you could you can talk to them and then if they give you permission let it all out if it means cry cry
0: yeah. cry guys man <laughs> let's cry all right thank you now that was such um a nice addition like people should just learn to let themselves like let it all out talk about it don't bottle things up now i know that mental health and bullying is such a heavy topic and i wasn't sure how this was gonna go but i think it went well and i think that most people were are going to listen will probably be get help or probably be feel relieved about this so thank you guys for coming to the podcast thank you guys for your opinions thank you guys for what everything that you've said hope that we helped somebody and i hope that people if they do inbox you you will actually help and you will not judge and yeah so I just want to say thank you guys thank you to yolanda thank you to cruz and Bonisi. if you guys could just put up your social handles and um maybe people will follow you or they will ask you or they will talk to you rather so i'm gonna start with karabo thank you so much for coming can you please leave me your social handles
1: thank you so much for having me son on Instagram, I'm double underscore rag, And on Twitter, I'm at Yolanda carabo, And you can find my emails there as well. If you need to talk, if you need anything, business proposals, I am available on my socials. Thank you so much for having me.
0: All right. Thank you for coming. Now, see, thank you so much for coming to the Here to Us podcast. If my listeners want to find you, they want to talk to you, they want to open up or whatever it is, maybe they just want to look at your profile where can we find you on social media?
2: Uh, thanks for having me here. Um, so, my Instagram is uh, at I am underscore Yeah, I'm really right. on Instagram all
0: day
2: Yeah, I used to have a Twitter account, but then I deactivated it <laughs> for personal reasons
0: all right and cruz uh where can we find you man thank you so much for coming i know this is a heavy topic but thank you so much for coming can you leave out your social handles so that we can chat and tell you our problems and maybe you can help us
4: thank you so much for having me it was a great experience even though i don't know much about mental health and Mm -hmm. bullying but it it was a great experience uh, you can find me on Instagram. It's cruise underscore R underscore Mabuna. And Twitter. Hey. Yeah. Just... <laughs> Just look for who's
0: there. <laughs> I'm all there. right, all right. So we were talking about bullying and mental health. What is bullying? What is mental health? Now, we don't know much about this topic, but we just want to raise awareness, trying to get people talking. If you're going through such, please do let us know. You can always hit me up on my inboxes. My doors are always open. I would really, really love to just chat, get you out of that headspace and get you feeling good and nice. Thank you guys for listening to the Here to Us podcast. Do join me again next week, Monday, for another fun, thrilling episode of the Here to Us podcast. Remember, be good if you cannot be good. Be safe. Thank you so much for listening.